RadioInfluence.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our new webcast slash podcast, Mental Intimacy. My name is Ian Beckles, and we have Dr. Gina Love with us. How are you, Hello, young lady? Hello, I'm doing great, thank you. Good. Now, this is, I, I do a bunch of podcasts. Uh, I do a football podcast. Um, we do one on Platt Power. I used to do one on politics. I'm over that. This one on mental intimacy, we thought about doing this. This is more your expertise, I'm the voice, and uh, a lot of times I'm the, the pretty face, but not in this case. Uh, so, Dr. Gina, tell us a little bit about your background and where you come from. Yeah, so I'm a psychologist. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, okay. um, and I'm also a sex therapist. Okay. Um, I have my practice here in Tampa where I see um, couples, individuals, kids, you name it, I see it. Um, basically helping everybody with their mental health, anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, any mm-hmm. disorder that they come in to see me with. Sure. Have you found that um, mental health, uh, for some reason, mental health has been on the forefront, we'll say in the last three, four years. I don't, maybe it's just me being on the radio. It seemed like, like I was on the radio for 25 years. We didn't talk about mental health for 20 or two of those years. And all of a sudden mental health is on the forefront. What has happened to mental health in the last couple of years where people like myself and other people are just comfortable talking about it? Well, I mean, I, I like to kind of throw COVID out there. You know, I think okay. yeah. I think that it really made us, you know, just look within ourselves mm-hmm. and um, a lot of a lot of quiet time with our minds. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I feel that we're such a busy society. We're constantly stressed out. So we avoid our inner issues. Sure. So all of a sudden our subconscious thoughts came out and now everybody's like, what do I do with this? I'm, I have anxiety, I have depression. Um, and I think that we live in a world now where it's it's more open to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's been unfortunate circumstances where there's been um, actors that have committed suicide, you know, um, sports uh, players. So I, I think that also has put it out there like, hey, we need to talk about this. This is a real pandemic. No doubt. And I, yeah. I think, to be honest with you, this we always talk about how, you know, I'm, I'm 55 years old and you don't have to give your age. That's fine. I'm 55 years old. So when, talk, when I talk things, I'm speaking from a 55 year old's, you know, vantage point. Everybody always says how weak this generation is. In a lot of ways, it, I find it is weak. And in other ways, I find it's actually stronger in our generations to where they will tell people what their issues are. And to me, that's that shows strength. Do you, you, you feel that? Absolutely. One of the biggest comments I get is, I feel so weak because I'm talking about my problems. It's the opposite. If you can have emotional intelligence, you are the strongest person ever. Mm. So I agree, like this generation is more open to talk about themselves, that's strong. So this, the name of this podcast is Mental Intimacy. What, what's the actual definition of mental intimacy? Yeah, well, when, I, when you think of intimacy, you think of connection, you think of being intimate with another person, right? But mental intimacy is being intimate with yourself, being intimate with your mind, digging deep. You know, I think that we live so superficially sometimes. We're not living authentically. We're going day by day. How do we look? Mm-hmm. You know, let's work out. But we forget about our mind. So just getting really intimate with ourselves. I, I, once again, as I get older, I find that I'm conditioning my brain more. I never really thought about my brain when I was younger. As you get older, 
I try to do things to to hopefully strengthen my brain. Now, when you talk about, so obviously mental health was something that was your strength, and you didn't really go to school to be a sex, sex therapist. How did, how did that come about? <laughs> so that's a funny story. Okay. I always say Tampa turned me into a well, sex therapist. It can do that. <laughs> All the strip clubs, I guess. Yeah. It is. There's a combination of churches and strip clubs. Like, oh, we're so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> um, but basically, I got a call to be on the radio, and they said, hey, are you willing to talk about sex? And I mm-hmm. said, sure, I'll talk yeah. about it. And I, I, I say radio, Tampa Radio yeah. turned me into Dr. Love and sex yeah. therapist. Well, good for you. And so you, find, you found a niche, but that's not all you talk about. So you say yeah. you have clients to come in. Are they mostly couples that your clients? No, mostly individuals. Okay. I do have several couples, but it, it's mostly people coming in because they have stressors in life. Like they're, I call them transitional. Like it, some people say, oh, uh, midlife crisis. They're just transitions. Sure. So we all have chapters and chapters are scary and chapters are stressful. So, you know, people come in because they have anxiety, they're depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I help them with coping mechanisms. So uh, this is my thing. Um, you have to be sensitive with uh, mental health these days because oh, yeah. I really do believe it's an epidemic in one way. In another way, I believe a lot of people use it as a cop-out. And, I, and I'm not trying to be sensitive. I try to be sensitive, but it gets to a point where when everybody has mental illness, then that's an issue. Like for to me, um, you know that guy, uh, uh, Tate, Andrew Tate, a yeah, guy? Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I, I watch a lot of his stuff. 80% of it, I, I agree with what he says. Yeah. 20% is a little much for me. Right. But he said something the other day, and I go, wow, I couldn't agree with that even more. He said, and once again, this might offend some people. He goes, I will never have be mentally ill because I don't believe in it. Mm. I think I feel that way a little bit because when I do talk to people who have a mental issues, not mental issues, but are having issues, I couldn't get up this morning. Maybe I don't know what that feels like, but I'm getting up in the morning. Yeah. So if you have the mentality where I'm getting my ass up in the morning, how can you have mental issues? I'm, I'm asking the question. Yeah, and, and it really is. I mean, there are truly people that cannot get up in the morning. Like their depression is just so mm-hmm. bad. But I do have clients that you become lazy. I mean, I hate to say that. Well, and so one of the assignments I tell people to is like, you need to create good habits because it's so easy to create bad habits. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, um, I want to work out. I want to do this, but it's easier to sleep. So I'm not, I don't want to wake up. You know, I say, just give it like, you have to force yourself. Correct. You have to force yourself. Like you don't like how you look. Well, go work out. You don't like how, you know, um, your relationship is. Well, do something about it. Correct. That victim mentality. That is something that I do get really tough with people on that good. too. Good. Cause I, I, I am tough with people and listen I had three children they're all in their upper 20s now if I was them and I had an issue I'd probably go to their mother and not me yeah because listen I'm different um I'm not one that's gonna candy coat a lot of shit I'm gonna tell you the way it is you may not like it but if you come to me to ask me for something I'm gonna tell you what I believe and I'm hoping that's why you come to me once again I think I'm turning into that old man that, that everybody comes for advice and that and, and that's okay uh, I'm coming off of uh, I, I just got divorced I believe last year of uh, 23 years marriage happily married have three great kids still in this area um, felt like I succeeded but you know you know how relationships are. Relationships are weird. Things happen, and 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 people ask me what happened in my uh, marriage, and I don't have a really clear 
answer. So that's where I am in, in, in my life. Where are you with your life uh, as far as relationships go so everybody knows what's yeah, going on? Yeah, so I got divorced um, in 2019. Okay. Um, and the same thing, you know, people ask me, well, what happened, what happened? And my my ex-husband and I, were really close. We, I know his, him very well. Yeah, yep, and Matt, he's mm, awesome. Good, good people. Yeah, and we have two beautiful children together. We co-parent amazingly. Um, but the problem was that I just wasn't happy. You know, it just, it got to a place where we were just living um, just, you know, just very differently. And that's why as a person now, I really am trying to grow and to really be strong and to learn about myself because mm -hmm. you have to be happy, you know? And if you're not living authentically, you're gonna be depressed. Correct. And that's how I was feeling. And I had to do something about it. Um, and guess what? We're better separate than we are together. He'll tell you the same thing. No, I believe, I believe yeah. that. And listen, now now that I'm removed from it, and uh, you can tell me what your mindset is, now that I'm removed from it and I'm a little bit older, now you can look back and say, well, I really should have done di this differently yes. or I could have changed this. You know, the one thing that I really would love to change for myself um, is I really wish I wasn't a drinker back then because I don't drink now, okay? So I think I'm better for not being a drinker and you just act better, you know? And my 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 ex-wife wasn't a drinker and I now I understand not wanting to be around uh, somebody who's drinking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So if there's is there anything that if you go back now, you would, you would change that you're a little bit wiser? Well, it's funny because I, I don't want to change it because I wouldn't have my children, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. But um, I would say I got married very young. I understand. I was 21 years old. It's too young. My ex was 20 years older than me. So when you're 20 and he's 40. Oh, I did not know that was that Oh, much. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a huge gap. So I'm 20, he's 40. These are okay at that point. You know, I see a lot of guys now, you know, they're dating these younger girls. I'm like, oh, just wait. Yeah, just they wait. <laughs> just, just wait. Yeah, for real. I'm like, please listen to me right now, <laughs> yeah. okay? It works when the girl's 20, but sure. when she starts hitting like 30, 35, like, eh, yeah. it's not going to work anymore. So I think that's what happened to me. We started growing so differently because a woman and a guy, you know, from 20 to 30, you're a different person, nice. Nice. you know? So that's what I, I, you know, I hate to say I would change it because like I said, if I changed it, I wouldn't have met him. I wouldn't have mm -hmm. had my kids, but I probably would have waited to get married. Sure. Um, you know, I tell a lot of young women now where they're trying to find this this fairy tale. I'm like, there's no such thing. You know, do do you? You know, be in a good place and and find the person that's going to create that that like a legacy with you together, a companionship together, not this fantasy of sure. oh they're going to take care of me, they're going to do this. And um, so that's one thing I guess I would change if I had okay. to. I guess. Well, going back to when my marriage was, you know, going downhill. Um, we did go to a marriage counselor. Yeah. Um, didn't really work out because, yeah. you know, I, I told the counselor and my, and my ex, when I walked in, I go, you're not going to teach me anything about me. Like, I know, whatever you tell me, I know. And I, I know my shortcomings. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at. Um, I know where I should improve. And I think uh, a, a lot, some people aren't aware Oh I, yeah. I just think I'm aware aware of what was going on and like there's certain people can't admit some things. Yeah. They can't admit I can be better at this. And you said something earlier about mental health. Like if you say Ian, where do you need to improve in your life? I'll spit it out right now. I'm just telling you. Mm -hmm. Other people just don't know. Like I can say right now I need to work out more. Uh, my diet's in health. I'm doing this right, but I just need to go work out more. Yeah. And you said something earlier. Mental health sometimes is doing what's hard. Oh, yeah. Everything that's worth it is hard. Everything. Everything. So don't you don't compartmentalize mental health 
and you say, I can't do it because it's hard and you, you blame it on mental health. Those are two completely different things. Completely different, you know, and like I said, there are mental illnesses where um, you do feel really down. But here's the thing with, with mental health too. I tell people, you have to do the work, you know, like Correct. for example, a lot of times the reason you have depression is because as little children, we, we're receiving messages and messages and they're in our subconscious mind, like a little library. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize you're being triggered constantly. Like, why am I sad? Well, because you have these little voices talking. Correct, so yeah. in order to, to fix that, you need to bring that out in the open. You've got to do the work. You've got to um, acknowledge that you have these negative thoughts and you start challenging these negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. You can do it every day. Bring them out to the open um, and practice meditation, practice mm-hmm. mindfulness. That mm-hmm. is a, such an art form is to be mindful and present. Well, it's, it's funny you say that because meditation is something that I'm getting into now. I want, if you ask somebody I'd like to get in more, it's meditation. Yes. We have a guy, Philip, that comes here to Dignitary Tea and Cobb House every other Sunday and we do the sound bowls and we do the, the drums and awesome. I, f- I find it awesome okay and I just I wish he, he would do it every day but he, he can't do it because I, I get a lot out of it I, I really do and for anybody out there who's like we all change and I say we ch- completely change every seven years and I, I think I completely changed in the last two years if you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing meditation and drinking kava in a kava bar and not drinking alcohol and all these crazy things I would say you're crazy that's not me I used to be the guy who was a hub for alcohol. I was a hub for meat. And I was a guy who was happily married. Now I'm not married. I'm a vegan. And uh, I, I, I don't drink alcohol. Vegan. That's amazing. Well, I'm not completely vegan, but I'm just eating fish right now. But I I feel great. I feel great and um trying to do a lot of different things. Uh, you ever you ever hear of sea moss? No. Well, you might have to look into sea moss. I, I swear to. to you, I'm trying to put on everybody who, who can read. Read about sea moss. Sea moss has more positive factors and anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Look, look into that. I'm going to get some of that. <laughs> and I like, and I like for somebody who's like yourself, who's very fit and it's into, into fitness. I like to put people on the stuff because people read things. Sometimes you go, how come I've never heard of this? And my answer is this. Why the hell would a doctor tell you about CMOS when it would take you off all them damn pills? Oh, that's right. That's how they make their money. That's a fact. I had this guy today. Or, um, he's on so much Adderall. I go, you're like on meth is what you're on. Correct. You know, it's terrible. Correct. Well, it is terrible. When you talk about doctors, and I have respect for doctors. Yeah. Just like I have respect for anybody who's good at their craft. Some doctors I don't have respect for, the ones that don't deserve respect. I, I did this cognitive test with the NFL uh, a couple years ago and we went through it and it's it's a technicality, you have to do it. And at the end of the guy goes, you're, you're pretty intelligent. I said, thank you. He goes, what kind of grades did you get? And I was like, C's. And he was like, oh, well, you weren't, I didn't, I'm, I go, I wasn't applying guy. I was kind of, I got street smarts. And afterwards he goes, you want a the prescription for Adderall? And I go, why? And he goes, do you want it? And I go, okay. Like this was two years ago. And I took, I took the prescription for Adderall, took it for two months. I was flying around like Superman with my cape for two months. And I realized I need to get off this crap because I love it. I know. So to me, when you talk about doctors, I'm leery. I'm just very leery because they are. They're just fancy drug dealers. Well, we're creating a bunch of addicts out there. That's what we're creating. You ain't lying about yeah, that. Yeah, it's scary. It is really scary. And it, once again, look into a lot of things you could do naturally. Naturally. Uh, I'm like, I'm here with a dignitary tea in Kava House. We're trying to push stuff from the earth as much as we can. Um, once again, got rid of the alcohol. Uh, well, you had I'm, me take something last time. It was amazing. Yeah, that, was ka- that was kava. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kava will chill you down and chill you up a little bit and um, and kind of calm you down a little bit. Loved but we, it. we all need something in the world in our worlds to to even us out. So I'm, I'm using kratom 
and I'm using kava now instead of the alcohol and a lot of other things. And uh, I'm not scared of THC either. Yeah. Are you in a THC? I am, absolutely. I actually write letters for my Good clients for all the time to get medical marijuana. We're going to get along. Uh-huh, we're that's gonna, right. We're going to get along. <laughs> so let's talk about this marijuana thing you've been yes. talking about. So marijuana and so you're a therapist mm -hmm. and... Give me an, an example where you would say to somebody, maybe you should try marijuana. Yeah, I see a lot of veterans in my office as well. Mm. And veterans, um, unfortunately, have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Do, yes. um, and the post-traumatic stress causes irritable behavior, anxiety, panic attacks. So medical marijuana will calm them, help them sleep. Because a lot of times with PTSD, well, most of the times, you have nightmares. Correct. So you have startle responses. And the THC will help regulate that. No doubt. Well, I have yeah. love I have love for uh, Cure Leaf. Uh, that's one of yeah. my, our sponsors and it's right down the street and a lot of people are scared of marijuana because they had a situation in high school <laughs> yes. where they were paranoid and, and that's i get How do it we all? well no i i you know when the first time i smoked weed i was yeah. 35 wow. okay well there's reasons i mean i'm yeah. playing football right. i didn't want to you know to mess with my goals you know but the first time i smoked weed was 35 but you know watching everybody throughout those those years i knew I would like it. Yeah. I just knew not to try it because all the guys that I was playing with who were tripping out every time there was a drug test, you know, that's not, not really, it. it's not worth the stress. Yeah. So I waited till I was 35 years old, tried it. I definitely enjoy it. Uh, it's to the point now where the NFL has smartened up and they don't really find people or suspend people from marijuana anymore. They should actually be giving joints out while people are walking out the building instead of, mm -hmm. instead of handing out all those, those darn pills. I know the epidemic is here and it, and it's and, it, and it's real. And so many side effects are coming out of that as well. Un it's un terrible. Unbelievable. So once again, the name of this podcast is Mental Intimacy. So what do you? So what in your brain? This is your baby, okay? Yeah. And I'm helping you steer it a little bit. In your brain, what is your goal for for this podcast? What are you trying to get accomplished? So my goal is because I can only see so many people a week. Mm -hmm. My goal is to make this a place where I can have a bigger voice, a bigger audience, and help people to become more authentic, help people start living um, happy. You know, and here's the thing, we're all searching for happiness, but you can't ever find happiness, mm. but we can find the joys. So really learning, how do I find the joys in life? What do I do? What are some exercises? What are some, some things? And mm -hmm. not just individually, but even when relationships, and we'll talk about sex. Like sure. I'm all open with sex. Like, you know, anything we want to talk about. I think that sex is one of the biggest reasons that couples get um, in, in bad situations. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Number yeah. one. <laughs> well, it, I think it has to be. And, yeah. But sex is usually a product of everything else. If, that, if, if you guys mental. are, it's mental. If you guys are getting along, the yeah. sex is better. If you're not getting along, it's terrible. It's terrible. And you're doing it just because you have to, and you're supposed to do it. Yes. Well, that's what was so weird about my relationship is that was the last thing to go. Yeah. It was just like, wow. like we just kind of looked at each other. Like what is happening? Like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, where are we going? And it was just kind of like, and it was over and that was yeah. it. So uh, that was a long time ago. And I think she's grown and, and I've grown since. And, uh, and, and, you, and you move on, you know? You do. And you can't let the past and things that have happened just defeat you. You have to learn Correct. from it and grow and, and become a better person for right. it. Well, I was listening to uh, Neil DeGrasse, uh, who's brilliant. And he said something the other day, and I, it, it really resonated with me. He says, you have to think of, you have to understand the chances of you getting on this earth are infinitesimal. Because you have to understand how many sperms and all that stuff to, to create you. Yes. You know, so you only have a little bit of time on this earth. Why, so short. why are you moping? I know. 
And that makes sense, right? You're on right. you're on this earth for 65, 70, 80 years, say 80 years, okay, if you're lucky. That's nothing. What? And that's nothing. In, in, in the whole grand scheme of things, it's minuscule. Yeah. So you're going to spend all those time being depressed and it's up to you. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's easy to say that to somebody and that's kind of a tough love thing, but it's, it's, it's substantially deeper than that. Is it oh, not? Oh yeah. Like I had a guy today and he's been coming for weeks and he's like, I, you know, my, I have to propose to my girlfriend. We've been together seven years. I'm so unhappy though. I hate this. <laughs> and I looked at today. I'm like, I'm done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Stop. Do you want to marry her or not? No. Then, then, don't, then don't, don't do it. Don't. You're going to get married. You have kids. You're going to be missed. You're going to cheat on her immediately. I mean, this is stupid. Correct. So he's like, okay, okay. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell her I'm not happy. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, let's hope that let's Hopefully. hope that she's not listening and she comes after you. But you know, she probably doesn't know he's going uh, to to the therapy. But that, but that's a thing where you know, at, at the end of my marriage too was like, listen, I don't know how much longer I have on this planet. Like, I'm trying to be happy towards the back end of this and I want I want everybody everybody to be happy. And if you're not happy, everyone around you could be miserable. You're not going to be a good parent, you're not going to be a good lover, you're not going to be a good friend, nothing. That is that is fact. So, uh so we want to get out to the people. Um so I know if you you probably you have an email, give your email out if somebody wants to ask you a question and maybe they could ask you a question and then we could come on next week and answer it it'll be easier that yeah, way. Yeah, so my email is drgina1 at me.com but, but the best way to reach me is through my Instagram drginalove. Mm -hmm. Nice and easy. Just go on there, send me a, a message mm -hmm. and we'll talk about it. Perfect. Any questions? Perfect. My, I'm, I'm an Instagram guy. Um, Ian underscore Beckles. Um, I don't do the other ones too much, although I have people doing it, but that's not the way they contact me. Um, and listen, I, I do a lot of the podcasts as well, and I'm trying to help out as I go as well. I do a Plant Power podcast, and yesterday I talked for 20 minutes about CMOS. And we're going to use to look awesome. into that. I'm going look, to. Look into <laughs> the, uh, the benefits of CMOS. Uh, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, anti-everything. That should be enough for most people. Yes. Um, but, you know, I have a football podcast, a plant power podcast, and now I have this mental health podcast, which kind of rounds everything out. And uh, I'm not on the radio anymore, so this is the way I get to people as well. So I use this as, as my therapy. And really, you know, we're... we're you're a therapist, but even therapists need, need therapists. Oh gosh, not. I have my own therapist, trust me. <laughs> and I'll tell you, being out there, you know, I, I got out of a four-year relationship, mm -hmm. just, just got out of another four-year mm -hmm. relationship. And, you know, just, you need that. You know, I'm mm -hmm. healing right now. So sure. definitely getting therapy is important for even a therapist. <laughs> no doubt. So somebody out there, the regular ham and egger out there, who's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a therapist guy. Yeah. Like I never thought I was a therapist person, and the more I speak, I, I just think it's 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 healthy, totally it's it's is. healthy. So how how does somebody go over that hump? Because you know very well, doc, doc, that us dudes we're tough. I know we we're so tough. We're not going to that, and I kind of was like that, and now I'm easing up to a lot of things. What would you say to these machismo clowns that think, "Well, I don't need this. It's, it's not going to help me." Well, I tell the machismo guys, I'm like, listen, where else are you going to self-indulge for a whole hour mm -hmm. and talk about yourself? And guess That's what? True. You get to leave and put all your garbage and secrets here Correct. and you get to go and have a great rest of your day. So <laughs> I, I tell people to like, don't look at it as like, oh, you have a mental problem. Look at it as you're just getting coaching. Even if it is a licensed therapist, like sure. I'm getting help. I'm getting guidance, you know, so you can stop bothering your friends too, because mm -hmm. I don't want to hear your, your crap. <laughs> Absolutely. So does your average uh, student or pupil... Uh, 
uh, once a week, twice a week. Once a week, once I a see week. everybody. Yes. And do you and now? I'm sure you went through a whole Zoom thing with the whole COVID thing, but you're back to in, in person. person. Yeah, I didn't like the Zoom. It wasn't personal, uh, you awful. know. It's awful. Now, like in person, you're like in my living room, you know, and mm. I love it. And you know, you really get to feel the person's energy. I'm really a big believer in like feeling of, that of the vibe from someone. Of course, a, a good friend of mine, Marissa. You probably know Marissa. Marissa uh, Gerace. Yes, Marissa? Yeah, Marissa, yes. she's a therapist as well. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love but she, she still does some Zoom and stuff like that, yes. which, which is cool. But uh, yeah, I, I hang around some you know therapists myself. <laughs> uh, Marissa was kind of like my therapist back yeah. in the day, and I was kind of like her therapist. Love it. We would be at uh, you know Extreme Gym or Powerhouse Gym up on the uh, Stairmasters for an hour, <laughs> just kind of going back and forth about our lives. And uh, it's so healing to talk. It though. is. It is. Like yeah. I'm not a therapist by any means, but. Yeah. But you're good though. You give good advice. Like I, I like I talking think, to you. I think so. I mean, yes. I'm old enough, and I've, I've seen enough things, and I've made enough mistakes to where uh, people could come to me. And you know, I, I think um, experience uh, is being able to go back. Like, if somebody asks me, "What about this?" I'll say, "Well, when I did this, because when you're 55 years, you've been through a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's better than some snotty nose 18 year old kid who's in in a dignitary kava house or 21 years old, and they're telling me about life." And, you know, I said to a kid the other day, well, what do you want to do with your life? I go, what do you, what's your goals? And he says, hold on a second. And he pulls out a piece of paper yeah. and I go, and he goes, here's the things that I want to be good at. And I said, go Amazing. ahead. He goes, literature, geology, oh, no. psychology. <laughs> and he, he rambled off 30 things. He, ra he rambled off 30 things. And I let him get to the 30th one. I go, you done? Oh my God. I go, that was 30. That's a lot. Remove 29 of them. Because how the hell are you going to be great at 30 things? No. It's hard to be great at two things, more or less 30 things. People take too much on, just Correct. focus on attainable goals. Correct. Yes. No doubt about that. So yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to this podcast myself because I think it's going to be therapeutic and we, we we all need it. I know there's a lot of people out there that that need it as well. Um, once again, you can hit me up, Ian underscore Beckles or Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. And your, your email is what? Dr. Gina Love on Instagram. Beautiful. So we're going to come at you every single week. If you guys and gals out there have any specific topic that you want us to delve into, please let us know about that. Um, Dr. Gina's not scared to talk about sex. Not at all. Not scared at all. Uh, I've heard it all. You've heard it all, I'm sure. What's the craziest sex questions you get as a therapist? Anything oh. that you, Anything you wouldn't answer? No, I answer everything, but the, the uh, I don't, can I talk about anything here? Anything. Oh my God, You I'm can excited. curse, you can do anything. So the craziest one was the guy who would have a, an affair with his two coworkers and they'd poop on each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I, the poop, okay. So what do you say as a therapist? Go ahead and do what you do. No, first of all, I'm like, as a doctor, I'm like, you know, that's not very sanitary. So let's talk about maybe like, you know, yeah, yeah. what happens if you poop too much on each other. Listen, I'm open. I'm open. What happens in your bedroom stays in your bedroom. And if you like to poop, sure. But don't come pooping around me. I don't like like a lot of bodily fluids. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not bad about bodily fluids, but not the ones that. 
You yeah. know aren't cool. You know what I mean? The two ones that you know ain't cool. Those aren't cool. Like that's those aren't cool. But a tweet is own. Two each is own. So maybe we'll have a whole session on uh, pooping and, 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 po- and, 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 and stuff and stuff like that. So golden showers, pooping with your There you go. So those are the kind of things we're gonna wrestle with. And uh, you know, you know, most of our shows are gonna be right here in a dignitary tea and kava house. Um, this is my barrio. You live right around the corner, which right is right down the street. Which is a beautiful thing. Yes. With your, your beautiful kids, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. with my two beautiful teenagers. Wonderful. And uh, <laughs> listen, my kids are all old. I miss that. I miss the teenage part where, you know, you get a chance to go to the recitals and go to the, you know, sporting events and stuff like that. So enjoy it while you can. Absolutely. No it goes doubt, fast. No <laughs> doubt about that. But everybody, if anybody wants to come check me out, I'm always here at the Dignitary Tea and Colorado. This Kala place House. is amazing. Thank you. 4817 <laughs> South West Shore Boulevard. It's really on the corner of West Shore and Gandhi. You can't miss it. We have a mural of uh, Bob Marley on the side. Uh, we have uh, a, a cannabis doctor here in the whole nine yards. You can get just about anything. And we have a, a consumption lounge outside if you guys like to partake a little bit you guys could do that outside if you have your own your uh, your license and all this kind of stuff like that we do things legally but this is uh ian beckles gina love signing off this is mental intimacy it's been real it's been real love it thank you guys we'll see you again next week deuces Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.